We have two readings today which focus on the terrible scourge of Jesus' time, which was leprosy. Leprosy was a terrible disease. Mostly the problem was they didn't know about what caused it or how it was transmitted. And it was a terrible disease in which the person literally would um, actually undergo uh, almost like what happens in a grave. Uh, they, the skin and the uh, other senses and things would simply rot away. And so we see in the first reading from Leviticus how they had developed a religious means of identifying people with this disease. And it uh, tells how they were to be treated. In other words, they were to show themselves to the priests. The priest would declare them unclean. Then they had to um, wear their garments in a particular way. They had to shout ahead of them, unclean, unclean. They were to be ostracized from family, friends, their um, their town, wherever they were living. They had to live by themselves. In other words, again, a situation where the sick were caring for the sick. People who could maybe have really done them some good were forbidden from even being around them. All of this comes forward into the time of Jesus in the gospel. So it was a scourge that lasted for for many centuries, hundreds of years. And we see Jesus being approached by a leper who's doing uh, what they prescribed, but at the same time, he is bold enough to believe that Jesus will hear his plea and will answer him. He comes up to Jesus kneeling down and begs him, it says, if you wish, you can make me clean. The gospel says that Jesus moved with pity, stretched out his hand and touched him. This would have been a grave violation of all of the protocols that they had for him to do this. And then Jesus says, I do will it be made clean. And so he is made clean. But Jesus also tells him not to spread the word of his cure. Why was that? Because, again, Jesus could have spent his, the entire time of his ministry doing nothing but healing people because they would have, I mean, he was better than any physician they could possibly go to. And yet Jesus' mission was to spread the good news of salvation, the gospel. It wasn't just about receiving a physical healing or physically being made whole. It was about being spiritually made whole, spiritually being made clean. And I think, brothers and sisters, that's what I'm going to concentrate on today. Although I will say this, what we heard in Leviticus certainly would maybe remind us of our own current situation. I feel like many people feel isolated, isolated from their community, their church, the people who, you know, we, we need, who support us in prayer, 
because of this virus that we're dealing with. It's not as terrible a disease as was leprosy in Jesus' time. And indeed, today we can pretty much cure leprosy, but which only goes to show that given enough time, humanity does tend to find solutions to its problems. But in the here and now, as we struggle with this and go through it, that sense of being separated and isolated is certainly something we all have to deal with. Even more so, I think, when we um, know that some people have contracted this disease and were physically isolated from their family and their loved ones. This is uh, a particularly cruel aspect of this virus that we are facing, that um, there were no means to provide people to come and visit and be with their loved ones, even if the disease was taking them into ex an extreme place. So um, again, it's why we are praying to the Lord who heals to put an end to this virus. And we believe and know with the same faith as the leper who approached Jesus that he has the power to do that. Now, what I want to talk, though, is about these two lines from the gospel. If you wish, you can make me clean. And Jesus' response, I do will it be made clean. I'd like to concentrate on that, brothers and sisters, because we are now approaching the time of Lent. This Wednesday is our Ash Wednesday celebration. And I believe that that is what Ash Wednesday, that is what Lent is all about. It is about us approaching God through Jesus Christ and saying, if you wish, you can make me clean. Clean in the sense of clean in our hearts, clean in our spirits, clean in our consciences, clean in our souls. Yes, we can ask and pray for physical healings when such are afflicting us. But we almost always need to approach the Lord about being spiritually clean. And we have to know Jesus has that power as well, a power to cleanse us of our sins, cleanse us of our sinful desires, cleanse us of the temptations which draw us away from God and toward sin. We have to approach Jesus to do that through the sacraments of the church. Lent will be a time for us to look towards the sacrament of reconciliation, to hear the words that the priest says, the words of absolution, which are in many respects reflections of the simple words Jesus said, I do will it be made clean. That's what happens. We are cleansed of our sins. Even the mass that we are celebrating today has that power. The lesser sins, the sins that by accumulation build up, 
with us. They are cleansed of us in the celebration of the Eucharist. And it happens at that penitential rite, at the very beginning of the Mass, which is a reflection of the sacrament of reconciliation. All too often, brothers and sisters, we don't have the faith of the leper. We don't believe Jesus can cleanse us. Even though we receive the sacrament, even though we hear the words of absolution, even though we know, at least intellectually, that God has cleansed us, that we have been made clean, still we do not believe it. We hold tight to the thought that we can't be made clean. We believe that our sins are too great, our sins are too numerous, the harm we've done too immense. God cannot cleanse me, God cannot make me clean. We have to rid ourselves of those thoughts, brothers and sisters. We have to embrace what the scripture is telling us today. We can be made clean, we can be made new like an innocent infant by turning to God in faith, by approaching Jesus with humility and courage. If you will it, you can make me clean. I do will it be made clean. The leper in today's story took great courage. Jesus could have done any number of things other than what he did. He could have called upon the authorities. He could have cast him away, said, you know, you shouldn't even be around me. But he didn't. He approached him with mercy and compassion and love. And he says, I do will it be made clean. So that's all it takes, brothers and sisters, on our part. And that's why Lent is so important for us. It is our preparation to ask the Lord to make us clean. It's why our celebration of Easter is so filled with that imagery, the water, the baptismal font. Hopefully, maybe we can have it uh, restored to us by then. But even if not, just knowing that in baptism we are made clean, in the sacrament of reconciliation we are made clean, it is powerful reminder to us of God's power to put our sins behind us. And the only thing that's really lacking, well, the first thing that might be lacking is our faith that it will happen. But if we have the courage and the faith that it has happened, then we too have to put our sins behind us and the sins of our brothers and sisters. We have to put all of those senses of being hurt, being able to hold a grudge, being able to retaliate for our pain, that has to go too. That's what, mean, what being made clean really and truly means. So that's my exhortation to you brothers and sisters. Utilize the time of Lent for that process asking the Lord to be made clean and asking the Lord to help you put your own sins and the sins of others behind you, out of your mind, away from you. That's the only thing that needs to be isolated. 
That's the only thing that needs to be excised from our life. Sinfulness, our desires to do the things that ultimately harm us. And what, it, what needs to replace it is our desire to follow Jesus Christ, our desire to be like him.